I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Hello, and welcome back to the Artie Friends Podcast. This is Allison. And this is Kara. Today, we're going to be talking about all things walking, setting the vibe, tips, why walking is so good for you, things to do and not to do on your walks, and some other low-impact workouts. We're really feeling movement over high-intensity workouts right now, or at least I am for sure. And that's kind of what we're going to get into today. But as always, we're going to catch up, share our peaks, share our first ever listener of the week, and then we'll get into it. Yay. Amazing. Yes. I'm very excited about this topic. It's a good fall The weather's cooling off. We can walk outside without dying, which actually I do like walking in the summer too, though. I do like the the warmth and the heat, but it is nice to wear a sweatshirt with biker shorts or some shorts and go out for a walk. So we're excited to get into that in a little bit. But yeah, we updates here. Um, I just got back from weekend in Iowa. I was there with the Iowa tourism board, which was so fun. And it was a privilege. It was an honor to go and get to shoot all about these three towns, Audubon, Manning, and Templeton. And I feel like through this weekend, I got to bring my friend Hania along and Hania helped me take photos. So I did photography on my camera for the tourism board, plus some TikToks and Reels content. And yeah, I'm so happy she got to come with me. She was such a good help and also a good model, a good person to kind of like, we filmed some TikToks around the lens of a girls weekend. And I feel like a good girls weekend destination is these smaller towns. And I feel like maybe we said this before in the podcast too, but when you go to a smaller town or somewhere that's not like a tourist destination, it gives you a lot of time for like, catching up and conversations and really connecting with people that you're with versus if you're going to Paris, it's like, okay, we got to go see the Eiffel Tower. Now we got to go to the Louvre. Now we got to go to all these places. So it's a different vibe. But I think if you really wanted a good weekend with a family or just to catch up with friends, finding a town that's an hour to five hours away, that's just like a cute small town is a really good way to go. I couldn't agree more. That's definitely Okaboji for clay and ice now. It's a three-hour mm-hmm. drive. There's only also like in Iowa. A, also in <laughs> Iowa. Shout out <laughs> Iowa, which is kind of funny because <laughs> Iowa and Nebraska have like 
long disputed beef over mm-hmm. basically because both are in the scheme of things incredibly irrelevant. And so <laughs> I feel like it's like the fight of who's least irrelevant. No, it literally is. Like if you pull up the list of the most visited or most wanted to visit states that people want to go to, I think Nebraska and Iowa are like 49th and 50th, which is tragic <laughs> because I feel like there's way worse states, but... I get it. Like, we can't be... You gotta be delusional. We're totally love a good delusional moment, but I I do get it, unfortunately. Which is what I was telling this gal at the tourism board. I'm like, I think it's funny because I feel like for these more, quote-unquote, boring states, I've been seeing a lot of really cool, unique stays. And it's really fun that you're also part of that and Airbnb and stuff. But I feel like unique stays are really going to help drive tourism to quote unquote, again, less cool destinations because I would now go out of my way to stay at a really cool house, a really cool cabin, even if it's in the middle of nowhere. And I feel like that's going to drive a lot of tourism, just these smaller places. So I was telling her, I'm like, like we drove past these school buses. There was like five or six abandoned school buses in, in these trees. It was really cool. I'm like, can someone make those in Airbnb or can they make that somewhere you could stay? I feel like people would go because where I went was only an hour from Omaha. It was an hour 15, an hour 15 from Des Moines, and then three hours from Kansas City. So I feel like there's definitely some potential for more people to go visit where I went. Yeah, definitely agree. Like when I went to Springfield, Missouri, Mm -hmm. it was all because they had that cute boutique hotel called Culture C Street. And then when Clay and I went to Buena Vista two falls ago, that was because I found a cool Airbnb and I hadn't really known anything about Buena Vista because it's like a pretty small town. But then, yeah, you can just like cozy up with your person. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so on board with that. I agree. And then last positive that we can discuss today of like being from a quote unquote more underwhelming state (laughs) is I feel like we're easily impressed. Like Mm -hmm. when we go somewhere else, it's like, wow, this is so exciting. Like imagine being born in Paris or some like, you know, amazing renowned world destination and then trying to come to Nebraska, you'd be like, yeah, like it's not getting better. So I do feel like there's a plus to being from a more average place because then when you're traveling, it's like so exciting. Yes. Okay. Also, I want to say this on the podcast. I'm so happy you brought that up because I just remembered. I can now say I just spent the whole weekend in three small towns. I can confidently say that the quality of life for all the people that were there, they were all so happy. And every single place you went, everyone said hi to each other. Like we walked in to get breakfast. We sat down for a meal and like all the tables know each other. And this like cute little group of old ladies saw this other older couple. And I guess the older couple had moved to Omaha and they're like, how's the city life treating you, Sandy? And it was just so cute. And I asked the lady because we had like a tourism gal with us. And I was like, do you think that the community and knowing everyone makes your quality of life better? And she was like, oh, Oh, 100%. Like they say like loneliness kills just as much as smoking or being unhealthy. And so I thought that was really, I could just feel the community in these towns. And like, I just, once you're in bigger cities, sometimes get isolated and just get disconnected from everyone. And everyone was like walking everywhere. And it just kind of ties into today's episode too. But I just felt that everyone was very happy that lived in the small town, which is kind of what contrary to what you would think. And the whole idea that everyone leaves their small town, which of course, some people definitely need to leave their hometown and go do what they need to do. But I can truly say that the people that live there were so happy and just have the strongest sense of community. And I just really admired that. Well, we're definitely on similar wavelengths this morning because I wrote (laughs) down bullet number three, remind everyone of the need for a third place because this morning I rode my bike up to my favorite coffee shop here in Omaha, which is definitely one of my third places. Mm -hmm. And it just filled me up so much like having the barista know my order and the girl in line behind me I knew and it's like I have my spot and it's just really comforting and adds that sense of community like you're saying. And so if you guys haven't listened to our third place episode, I went back and looked. It came out July 2022. Mm -hmm. I would definitely recommend giving that a listen or just revisiting the concept in your own life of where you can incorporate more of a third place into your life and how good it is for your mental health, your social health. And then if you can add walking or biking to your third place, it's a double whammy. Wow. Okay. Now we're just going to make this whole episode about (laughs) why being from the Midwest is actually really cool because this reminded me of another thing, you just saying that, (laughs) was that when we were in Iowa this weekend, just I'm so happy 
that I'm from Nebraska because I feel like it makes us nice. And that's what they say, Nebraska nice. Like I'm really proud that I'm like a very welcoming person that I talk to people. So me and Hania were tasked to film Oktoberfest. So this town we went to, Manning, Iowa, has a very large German population. And they have this cute little German village with literal buildings that look like they're from Germany. So I thought that was really cute. But, you know, we thought we were just going to go in, film some people playing music, say traditional music, like polka music, and they had people dressed up. And so we thought we we're just going to go film that and then kind of leave. But the minute we walked in, these three ladies were like, who are you guys? What are you doing? We're doing a scavenger hunt. Do you want to do the scavenger hunt with us? And we're like, sure, we don't have a oh team. Oh my gosh. She's like, you can be on our team. And she's like, hi, I'm Jean. And so Jean like literally took us into her arms. And the next 12 hours of my life, we got basically kidnapped. But in the best way possible, like Jean took us in her car. We did the scavenger hunt for two hours, went around the entire town. It was like, go find the tallest building downtown. Go have a root beer at this place. Go bowl a strike at the bowling alley. Find where this 1913 picture is housed and take a picture with it. Like I learned so much about the small town, but it was just crazy that these four ladies, it was Jan, Jean, Chris and Kara, another Kara, let us be part of their team. We whipped around Manning. We're like speeding. It was wild. Like I feel like I was on a money heist. And I don't know. It's just really nice that we walked into this building and like immediately everyone's like, who are you guys? Where are you from? What are you doing? Come with us. Like they fed us. They gave us lunch, dinner. Like it was just very hospitable. So all I'm trying to say is go visit Iowa. Go visit the Midwest. Tell them where you're from. (laughs) They're welcoming with open arms. I love that. And maybe because they have less going on in that town than like a normal big city, they had to get creative. And they're like, we're going to make something out of nothing here. We're going to make up this fun scavenger hunt and romanticize the day. And I feel like that kind of even goes into walking and which we'll get into is like allowing yourself to slow down enough that the creativity can come in, that you can notice the smaller moments and romanticize things. And it doesn't always have to be this like big, amazing activity or event to be a good day. A thousand percent. So that was just really fun. One of the things that we had to do though, um, I one of the tasks, so each task, there was like a hundred tasks and some were worth like five points, 10 points, 15, 20. And then there was one that was 30, one that was 40. And one of the 20 points was go run a lap at the high school track and time it. it has to be under four minutes, which isn't that hard, but it had to be under four minutes and the rest of your team has to cheer for you. And we're like, okay, well, let's not do this one because no one's going to laugh. And I was like, I'll do it. And I was wearing cowboy boots and my green silk skirt and like my white Sunday creations tank top. So I was like <laughs> literally in a cute outfit. I'm like, I'll do it. It's fine. It'll be easy. When I tell you, I was like about to die. I was fighting for my life on this lap. I had no idea that running a lap that fast was that hard because I did track in high school, but instantly I was flashback to like track and had PTSD. But oh my God, it was awful. And it was like 90 degrees because it's been so hot in the Midwest. Um, So I just had to share that I literally fought for my life for the scavenger hunt. Ended up getting first, but then it was a tie. So we did a tiebreaker and then we got second. So it was kind of sad, but it was worth it. You gave it your all. I gave my all. I will have to post the clip of me running like, because I'm like, that's easy, whatever. And then, oh my God, I, if they weren't cheering, I think I literally would have fallen to my knees and like given up. <laughs> it was, it sounds so dramatic. But like, I was just trying to run as fast as I can. So I was like sprinting. I'm like, oh my God, I went way too fast out of the gates. It's so hot. I'm literally going to die. Okay. You need to make a TikTok compilation (laughs) and like put the text on the screen. That's like, be the person who's not afraid to be embarrassed. And it's like you singing on stage and doing all of these random bits that you (laughs) throw yourself into. Yeah. No, that's definitely the energy. No, that's definitely. And you got to bring, you got to find people that will play along with you. So that's Hania for me. Like, and even the people I was with are like, I see why you bring Hania along on your trips. Like this girl is a character. She's so fun. And I'm like a thousand percent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's stoking the flames for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was my weekend in Iowa. So I yeah, if, you're, if you ever want to go. Sounds like I, a great time. It was really fun. I also love Okaboji. That was a great shout. If you ever need to go to Iowa to check it off your list, because I if you're trying to do all 50 states, definitely go to Okaboji or any of these places that I went to. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Any other fun updates for you this weekend? Not necessarily that this is a fun update, but I need to know if you have been noticing this. Okay. I've seen it like three or four times in the past like two days and I don't like it. Ooh. I'm so scared. it's very um 
appropriate for spooky season. But what is with people putting a skeleton in their passenger drivers or mm. like their front passenger seat? Have you seen that? No way. It's like ba- a full human-sized skeleton and it's just like seatbelt buckled into the front passenger seat. <laughs> I, I have it. not seen this. That's <laughs> terrifying. Why are people doing that? I don't know. Even this morning, I saw like a white delivery truck driver had one. In. I'm like, is this a thing? <laughs> Am I being punks? Why are they everywhere? I feel like there's been a rise in spooky decorations. I'm not here for it. No. I was talking to someone about it the other day and like, I don't want to feel scared. Like that's <laughs> not a good feeling. Why Why are we, the whole concept of spooky season is kind of bizarre. Like it's not really good for your like cortisol levels to be terrified. And I feel like it's in the air this time of year, like the extra crackling of the leaves. Like I don't ever really worry about like my safety or like someone coming in my home and murdering me. But something about this time of year, I feel like people just get fucking weird And because the energy is like being creepy and I don't like it. Yeah, I would 100% agree with that. I do not like the creepy energy. I like the pumpkin patch, pumpkin spice latte, carving pumpkins, scarecrows, like the cute scarecrows that like are like, have little flannel shirts on. (laughs) I feel like it's like the first half of October is like the cute fall vibes. And then it like starts to get a little darker and a little closer to Halloween. And suddenly it's like the demon movies and the dark energy. And I'm just not here for it. Like, let's keep it like late September, early October fall vibes. I a thousand percent agree. I have a neighbor who does the scariest decorations and unfortunately they have come out and it's like severed heads. It's people peeking through the window, like blood. I'm like, why? I know. I just don't really get it. (laughs) I'm like, we saw a really scary decoration too on our road trip. There was like a have you seen Stranger Things? Like, you know, those really mm-hmm. scary things? It looked like one of those. It was this 20 foot. It was in front of someone's house. It was literally, you'll have to ask Hania. She'll vouch for me. It was literally 20 feet tall. This like skeleton monster looking thing, like towering over someone's house. I'm like, one, how much money did you spend on this? Two, <laughs> why? Like, think about all the children you're terrorizing. I don't yeah. know. When you really unpack it, it's just kind of a weird thing that we do. Maybe that's an unpopular opinion, but... It's kind of mean. You're terrorizing children. Because like the other holidays, I feel like they make more sense to me. It's like, oh, Valentine's Day. We're all like trying to share love. Like this Mm -hmm. is sweet. Labor Day. We're trying to take a day off from working. Fourth of July. Like everyone's out together, which I don't really get fireworks either, but (laughs) we can unpack that next July. (laughs) We'll talk shit on that then in June. (laughs) so funny. Yeah. What is the origin of Halloween? These are questions that you would learn on a podcast that like ours, but we did not research it. We're not going to tell you. So we'll just ask the question and figure it out later. There we go. Anything else to spooky season? Have you done any pumpkin patches? Will you do any pumpkin patches? No, I have not yet. And based off of my schedule right now, I don't <laughs> think it's going to be happening. But if something drastically changes in the next week, we'll see. Yeah. Also, side note, we are pre-recording this. So we will have just finished or we're on the last day of our Costa Rica trip right now in the Sayers. So hopefully we'll bring some updates later on. Yes. 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 Uh, Peak of the week? Yeah. I'm going to say my peak of the week. Actually, you go first. I need to think about which part of Iowa was my favorite. Okay. This is a new journey peak of the week for me. But I, after I stopped drinking alcohol, I feel like I translated my uh, like tendencies of drinking alcohol. I was about to say my addiction to alcohol. It's not really addicted to alcohol. Like, (laughs) oh, I want a fun beverage. Too obsessed with coffee because it's like, oh, I can't really have like a nightly wine or a beer. So I like overdid the coffee. And I feel like I've just been very over caffeinated for two years (laughs) because I just love coffee. But the more I was thinking about it, I'm like, I really just love the idea of coffee. Like I love Mm. making my pour over in the morning, having that warm beverage, but like, I don't need that much caffeine. Like I slept fine. And so I'm starting my journey of having some caffeine-free beverages because when I was in the Netherlands, Emma, who I met up with, like she doesn't drink any caffeine really like ever. And I was like, that's really inspiring and you're doing fine. Let me like try this out. So 
Yesterday, I had a golden latte, like from Four Sigmatic, and it was so good, even at home. Like I'd had golden milk lattes like at a coffee shop, but I hadn't made one at home. Delicious. And then this morning, the my favorite coffee shop that I went to, I needed more beans and I bought a bag of half-calf. They Ooh. had it. And I was like, this is perfect. So I can still have my morning coffee and wean myself. I don't need to get to a point or maybe I need to, but I don't necessarily want to get to a point of having no caffeine. But I think I just need to reduce my caffeine intake. And it's my peak because this has been something that's needed to happen for a very long time, but I've been very resistant. And now it feels fun because I have slowly been weaning myself off a little bit because I had a regular coffee maker, like, you know, the OG ones where you like open the top and like there's the filter and it drips down. So it was so easy to have like endless cups of coffee and it would just stay warm. So I could just drink it like (laughs) all morning long. But I took that to the Airbnb and Mm. then got myself a pour over so that I would not drink so many cups. And that really helped me just get down to like one, maybe two cups. Wow. I know you are a coffee lover. I associate you with black coffee. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. You and my dad. Wait, you and my dad have a lot of similarities. You're both Libras. You both like black coffee. Wait, wow. when's your dad's birthday? Um, the ele- No, you're the 11th, the 9th. <laughs> oh my gosh, cute. And Clay's grandma is the 10th. Wee, so we're all fun. just right in a row. Oh my gosh, that's so cute. I love that for us. Another really good coffee alternative I've tried, because you were saying golden milk, if anyone else is interested, Bloom Superfoods makes this like coffee alternative drink. Remember, actually, did you try it when you were at my house once? We took pictures of it. It was that one we took up in the sunroom. It was like a cute bag. Is it Bloom, B-L-O-O-M or B-L-U-M-E? U-M-E. Yeah, I have a partnership with Bloom, B-L-U-M-E for like a few years now. And I have pretty much every, probably three of every latte type in my cabinet that they have. But I'd always just put them in smoothies. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't actually make them as a latte. So now I need to start doing that. Yeah, those are so. Which one? What I don't do we know. Have at your house? I, it's I don't been think a that minute. Was me. It wasn't Bloom. Shit, maybe it was a different brand that I'm forgetting. But it was really good. I'll have to link whichever one I'm thinking of in the show notes. But it was like a coffee. It was that was like 2021 though. It was a long time ago. It was some it's very possible superfood coffee alternative. But it wasn't mushroom. It wasn't mud water. It was like another really good one. But it was creamy and delicious. I'm with you though. I like the routine and I like the ritual of having... Like I'm literally drinking coffee right now. I had to go down the street and buy a coffee because I don't have any in my house right now because our coffee maker broke. And yeah, no, I definitely feel like I I like having the taste of something like that every day. So I literally went and bought something because I had nothing. So maybe I am an addict. Maybe I'm with you. I mean, (laughs) but I I, I don't have more than one cup a day. I get really jittery really fast. Same. And I, well, I won't have, I guess I didn't mean to say same in that way, like, but I won't have like black coffee usually ever after noon. Like that's Mm -hmm. when I'll have a matcha. But I think I need to recognize that matcha has caffeine. Like obviously... It's not as intense as drinking cups of black coffee, but I feel like I need to cut my matcha off at like two or three because the coffee shop that I usually get my matcha from closes at five. So sometimes I'll look up and I'll be like, oh, it's like 3.34. Like, let me go get my afternoon matcha. And it's like, girl, that's like an evening matcha at this point. Like you need to be having this at like one. Dang. I know. I don't know why. I know that it does have caffeine in it, but I also don't really associate matcha with that much caffeine. Right? It just doesn't feel the same because you can feel when a coffee hits your vein your blood system (laughs) like but I don't really feel the matcha as much well there's something and I'm gonna butcher it but do you know Shervin who has Symbiotica yeah um I know the brand yeah okay Shervin Jafariah I think is how you say his name he's the founder of it and he did Mm -hmm. this like virtual workshop thing oh about matcha and he just like posted it on Instagram like on Symbiotica because they like launched Launched a matcha. Okay, I'm doing a terrible job, job of explaining this. Let <laughs> no, me you're try not. Again. It sounds great. <laughs> okay. No, I, I'm okay. following fully. Okay. And so I just happened to like see that story pop up and I was like, oh my gosh, cool. Like I would love to learn more about matcha. And I watched it and he was saying how matcha is like the only thing, something like this, where the negative effects of caffeine because of the antioxidants and all the amazing properties of matcha, they exactly counteract the negative effects of caffeine in real time. Oh. 
wow. So how you get the like maybe the jitters or like that, I don't know. But maybe that's why it feels more gentle. That's really interesting. I remember when matcha first came out, everyone was touting it as super food, so many great benefits. I feel like we've kind of forgotten that it is really good for you. It has a lot of good benefits. Well, it's been around for like years. Yeah. Or sorry, when it first you got mean, popularized. Like mainstream. Okay, okay, yeah, because yeah, I remember the cultural shift where everyone knew what matcha was. It was like 2015, 2014. Yeah, because like 10 years ago, you would never find matcha at all these coffee shops no. or chai even. No. Okay, sorry. I totally derailed, but I was just curious. <laughs> I wanted to know more about your coffee. <laughs> um, okay, yes. Peak what? of the week for me. I mean, probably meeting Jean, this lovely lady who took us under her wing in the scavenger hunt. Like, Scavenger hunt was so fun. And it, we really learned the ins and outs of these this little town in Iowa. So it was so fun. I think if we had a pit of the week, it was losing and getting second place instead of first, even though we got first, but it was a tie. But other than that, yeah, it was really fun. I do kind of feel like we should start doing pits of the week. I've always thought of it as peaks and valleys, but I oh, love the P with the oh, peak. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I know. We just talked about our highs and you guys never <laughs> hear the bad stuff, but it's all right. Well, maybe we can add it. As a retail shop owner, I know how important it is to have a good, reliable POS system. That's why I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Shopify. Shopify has already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source. Track everything across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers both inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash already friends. That is all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash already friends to take your retail business to the next Next level today. Shopify.com slash already friends. Thank you again to Shopify for sponsoring the Already Friends podcast. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Listeners Peaks, Aaron said, this is very on brand for today's episode. That's why I picked it. Prioritizing movement instead of specific calorie counts or workouts. Mm. I love that. And we'll get more into that. Absolutely. Jane said, arrived in Italy today and taking so many of your travel tips with me. Yay. We'd love to hear it. Love. Enjoy Italy. Claire said, went van camping for the first time and got to see the foliage in upstate New York. Literally a bucket list thing. It's, that sounds amazing. 
and Wanders and Wonder said, going to the pool with my mom and sister. I'm making the most of these absurdly hot October days. Wow. Wish my pool was still open. Love that for you. And yeah, it's been horribly hot. So I'm glad you're making the most of it and enjoying a nice swim. As always, send in your peeks on our Instagram page, Artie Friends Podcast. We post a story box every Monday. Perfect. Okay. And also on our Instagram, we are now doing Listener of the Week Wednesday. So make sure you're following us and watching our stories and posts to find out who is the Listener of the Week because it might be you. Yeah. So if it's you, we send you a $10 to buy yourself some coffee, a treat, whatever you want. So stay tuned for the end of the episode. We explain how to be entered for Listener of the Week. But yeah, we posted that on Wednesday and we will keep shouting you guys out on there. All right. And getting into today's episode, all about walking. I love how every week we say and getting into the episode as if we haven't been on the episode. (laughs) I know. Getting into (laughs) why you might have clicked on the episode other than us chatting. But Yeah, I totally agree. Why did we say that? Because we've just talked for 30 minutes. But anyways, getting into the episode, walking. I think Allison and I both love walking. We both probably do it every single day. And we wanted to give you guys some of the science behind it because I'm sure if you listen to this episode, you probably do walk already. But maybe you don't make it a goal to maybe hit those 10,000 steps or maybe you don't make it a goal to get out every single day and just do a walk. Maybe it's you're walking on your way to work. So if you're not, here is some science I think that might convince you to intentionally go out and walk every single day. Yes, because mentally, I feel like there's a huge difference between walking to commute somewhere Mm -hmm. or walking at your job or walking around the grocery store and setting aside time to go for a walk for yourself. Like they're very different. Yes. And doing the latter, like you said, going for an actual walk and making that intention has so many benefits. I'm going to share some of them. Okay, this is a big one. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Yes, this is the biggest (laughs) one. Why I wanted to do this episode because there has been a big talk and big push online for lower cortisol workouts. And if you haven't looked into this, and maybe if you're someone who you feel like you're doing everything right in the health space, but maybe you're not feeling the way you want to feel or look the way you want to feel, the whole cortisol, high cortisol versus low cortisol workouts really blew my mind. And I feel like a lot of this conversation online was like, I work out seven days a week. I eat right, all this stuff, but I just like can't get into the way that I want to look and feel. And apparently it has to do with your cortisol. So a lot of high intensity workouts may be actually raising your cortisol. So if you're like, what is cortisol? It's your stress hormone. So if you're raising your cortisol, which is a stress hormone, you're putting your body into fight or flight and your body is like freaking out, trying to go into survival mode. And it just does all these crazy things to your body So things like walking and some of these other activities that we'll share later in the episode does the opposite. Before you go too far, I have something to add to that Mm -hmm. Um, because I had just made a post on Lemonade about cortisol. So I like did a deep dive too. And the problem with it is because your body doesn't know if it's running from a bear, if Mm -hmm. aliens are invading your house, or if you're just at the gym. So Mm. to your body, the cortisol levels are being raised, but it doesn't recognize that you're just trying to get more toned. Yeah. Or whatever your point at the gym is for. So that's good sometimes. But if you're putting your body into fight or flight seven days a week, that's not so good. Yeah. According to some recent studies. Exactly. And it's obviously going to affect people differently. Like I personally can do HIIT workouts and I don't feel like my body's going into flight or flight, but I know some people who have found Pilates or swimming or any of these, some of these other workouts and have seen so much better health results with that kind of stuff because their cortisol production was just overproduced and way too much. So it's really going to depend on each person. But no, I I also think it has a little bit to do with cycle syncing because if you're on a phase or in a phase of your menstrual cycle, if you're a female, then there's like a good time to be doing these HIIT workouts. And then there's a time where that's like totally overpowering for your body. So I wonder if the high and low cortisol workouts started getting some attention as the rise of cycle syncing became more popular because I feel like they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. No, I think it does 100%. That's a great shout. So with the cortisol, some of the research that I found was that just walking 20 minutes significantly lowers your cortisol up to 40%. So if you're someone who you're like, wait, maybe that is my problem. Maybe I have way too much cortisol levels in my body. Doing a walks will truly help you with that. Another fun thing, walking increases your creativity. So if you're in a slump at work or 
just feel like it's impossible to be creative, try out a walk. I couldn't agree more on that one. I feel like it helps me clear my head so much. If I'm working on a creative project and I've been on my laptop or my phone too long, I'm like, I just need to get up and go for a walk. And it's kind of like the shower where all of a sudden the ideas just start pouring in and you're like, interesting. When I'm not forcing the ideas to come, they're flooding in. Mm-hmm. But when I'm trying, I have all these blocks up. So I, I love that one. I find I'm the most creative when I'm walking, when I'm on a road trip or driving or in the shower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, if I ever need to, I know this isn't about walking, but if I ever need ideas going on a road trip or a long drive, the ideas are flowing at me insane. Cause I think you just have to not be on your phone. You have to be paying attention to the road and it allows for all these thoughts to come in. Kind of the same with walking or being in the shower. Like you have to focus on washing your hair. Agreed. I guess I'll mention it now because it feels appropriate, but I was going to save it for later is not being on your phone when you're going on the walk, I feel like is the Mm -hmm. key to getting a lot of these benefits. Because if you're on a walk and you're still checking your work emails or plugged into some other things, then you're still going to be stressed and you're not going to be able to like have these creative ideas flowing in if you're multitasking, still working or doing something in your phone that's very stimulating. And kind of along with my over-caffeine consumption, like the phone for me is also a big problem in my life. Like nothing stresses me out more than my phone. Obviously, I love my Mm. phone and its connection to the world. But when I'm starting to feel really stressed and overwhelmed, I'm like, dude, I just need to put my phone away. Yeah. And that literally solves the problem like 98% of the time. And then I'm away from it for like 20, 30 minutes or it's just like in my bag or something. And I'm like, wow, all that stress is just like in that little device. (laughs) It's so true. It's terrible. I know we've sent this before and Tiana Gidley, when we did our eight dimensions of wellness series, I remember her saying this and like, I've felt that same sentiment where you're having a great day and you can open your phone or open Instagram and you can see something that just like completely derails your day. Yeah. One message with like some tone or some boundary violation or something that you didn't want to see can just change everything so quickly. Yeah. It's it's terrible. But I agree with you with what you're saying. Like, I think if you're going to try it and go on a walk for this creativity element, you're going to want to prioritize maybe a park or like a nature trail. No AirPods, no headphones. I think that's going to be your best bet because there's no way you can be stimulating that creativity if you're listening to a podcast about gossip for celebrity news. So yeah. Okay. Quick quick other rapid fire ones. Obviously improves mood, improves your cardiovascular health. Like so many of the studies I pulled up were like people who walk every day, 30%, 40% lower chance of heart disease, all these things. Like I think it's just about keeping your movement, keeping yourself never stopping. Because when you get older and you let yourself get sedentary, that's when you start to really feel the arthritis, really feel that stuff, which of course, that's way further down the road for, I would say 99% of our listeners. But it's good to think about that. Like, Don't ever let yourself stop moving because that's what is going to cause us all to age and to deteriorate way faster. Dude, this quote I saw on TikTok last night, she was saying, people are always like, it's way too expensive to be healthy in this country. And she was like, you're right, but it's way more expensive to be sick in this country. Mm -hmm. And I just loved how she phrased that because it's like, yeah, it is expensive to be healthy in this country. Like we're not denying that. Like organic, healthy, delicious, amazing, fresh food, it is expensive. Having a gym membership, you know, having the clean cleaning products and making your home a love like filtered water, air filters, like all those things, it is expensive and it does take a level of diligence and intention, but not doing it is also going to be really fucking expensive and probably 10 times more expensive because it's not really a matter of if if you're going to get sick, it's when you're going to get sick and what with. And Healthily, who we had on during our Eight Dimensions of Wellness series earlier this year, she was also saying like people think in their heads like, well, I'm going to live till I'm 80 or 90. And she's like, yeah, but are you living healthily till you're 80 or 90? Or are you just like alive until mm-hmm. you're 80 or 90? I That's another piece. So when you were saying all that is, do you want to be living in discomfort? Because that's what I think about. Yeah. I don't want to be uncomfortable, like limping or feeling arthritis or having stiff bones, stiff joints. Because 
another benefit of walking is it improves bone density. So it's going to improve your mobility and moving around your joint health, like all these things. I just don't want to get older and feel like I can't move. That's terrible. Or like have pain. Because I think pain is one of the largest things that the whole population deals with as they age. And I feel like a lot of these things, like literally going for a daily walk helps prevent all of that. A hundred percent. And I love the quote, just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal. Yeah. And if we, as a society at large, took better care of ourselves, a lot of these things wouldn't be so common. Like they should be able to get to live healthy, active lives. We just have so much other shit in the matrix that we have to adhere to. So it does take a lot of diligence, but with awareness and giving yourself grace and slow, sustainable steps, like you can incorporate more and more healthy habits into your routines. And I think walking is just a really good entry point into better health, mental, Mm -hmm. emotional, spiritual, connection to nature, physical. Everyone knows walking is good for you, but I feel like we really don't think that deeply all the time. Like, wow, it actually is something I can do every day for free, anywhere, anytime. And it has the power to change so many areas of my life. Yeah, it's a that's so great you said that because it is a vehicle for all the different eight dimensions of wellness. So maybe if your social wellness is feeling like it needs a little bit of love and care, maybe you call a friend while you're on a walk or maybe you literally schedule a walk. I have a friend in St. Louis. She's so good about... She has a bunch of friends that they do like a Tuesday hot girl walk. And that's how they hang out. I'm like, that's amazing. Like she's really good. And on top of scheduling walks as a hangout, maybe if you're feeling like you said, your spiritual health is lacking. Maybe you go for a walk and you allow yourself to sit on a bench, maybe meditate or pray, or even just like looking at nature. I feel like there's so many different ways that the walk can be the vehicle for all the different dimensions. I love that. Great summarizing thought. We're such a good team. Yes. We literally build off each other. I couldn't have gotten there if you hadn't said what you said. So none of this was pre planned. (laughs) None of this is pre planned. Let's talk about maybe some of the fun things. Like, what do you like to listen to when you're on your walks? Let's get some inspo. Mm, Okay. I actually have kind of been a little bit more in my biking listening era. I feel like right now when I'm walking, it's kind of like I just need some quiet. Right. But as we were going to mention later in the episode, like those low impact workouts, going for a bike ride in the evening and putting on a really good, carefree, fun, silly, goofy podcast has been such a fun activity because it's kind of like, okay, you eat dinner, and if you don't want, I don't have a TV. Like, what do you, what do you do? I mean, obviously there's a million things to do, but I feel like <laughs> in America, it's so common to just like eat dinner and then sit on the couch Yeah. and getting in that last little bit of like very easy movement before like calling it a day and doing my PM wind down, whether it's a bike ride or a walk or yin yoga has just been really, really good for me. Mm-hmm. And I like kind of ending that day on a high note. What have I been listening to? Honestly, a lot of armchair expert. Oh, so good. He's great. Yeah. I just like, I really do like the longer episodes where mm-hmm. I just feel like I can turn it on and let it roll. I know. I, I'm with you. I like a good long podcast. I jump from podcast to podcast. So yeah, over the last year, I've just been listening to a lot of celebrity gossip, pop news shows, and it just got to a point where I was like literally addicted to listening to those every single day. And it would take (laughs) up like an hour, an hour and a half of my life. And I'm like, if you had a gun to my head and you're like, what was the news on Sia? I would not even remember. Like it was just, you know, and I'm like, I feel like with all the things I've been listening to on my walks, it's been more balance. And I've been doing a little bit of fun, but also a little bit of podcasts or eBooks related to finance or bettering myself, work hard, play hard. So if you're also like me, how I was six months ago, and you're only listening to fun stuff, maybe throw in a good finance podcast. Or actually another thing that I've been doing, anything related to marketing or the digital space, there's been some really good niche shows that apply to my work life. And I've been finding some podcasts that teach you about SEO or Pinterest or these different platforms that I would use for my work life. And I've been I've been liking that too. I definitely went through 
a big phase of that. I was like listening to like a lot of Airbnb and real estate ones. Yeah. Like for these random, random podcasts that like maybe have 10 episodes and it was yeah. like someone just thought they should start a podcast and then like abandon it, but like had some great episodes and I just found it from like typing in a very specific question into yeah. Apple Podcast. But then it's like free education. It's like a college course jam-packed into an hour. It's it awesome. Is. So yeah, I've been loving that too. Okay, let's talk outfits. What are we wearing? I would say most of my outfits are from Free People Movement, Lululemon, or Old Navy. <laughs> I've gotten a lot of workout gear from Old Navy and it's really cute and they have good basics. Love that. I could probably use a little bit of an upgrade to my athletic wear wardrobe. Yeah. Because each type of movement requires like what I need to wear to boxing is so different than what I need to wear to yoga versus like what I want to wear to lifting. So I feel like I have like two outfits for like each style of working out, but I want more. Yeah. (laughs) This morning when I went for a walk, I I love a good flare yoga pant. Like I just, Mm -hmm. maybe this is me hitting 30 soon, but to me, yoga pants, I'm like, I just kind of... They're for the yoga studio. Like I, Mm -hmm. but a yoga flared pant, I'm like, (laughs) this is a great lifestyle choice. Like something about the the tight all the way from top to bottom. It just seems like it should stay in the yoga studio or like Pilates bar. And I don't love it as much for how it looks for like running errands. I know everyone's going to come for me, but that's, that's just how I feel. So yeah, on a walk, I love wearing like flares. I also do love biker shorts. Mm -hmm. Of course, my new balances obsessed with those. And they've made walking like honestly more fun. Cause if you're not comfortable in your clothes or shoes, when you're doing physical activity, the physical activity like sucks ass. Yeah. You need to have a cute outfit. It motivates you to go to the gym. It does. And then you feel better while you're doing it. And Honestly, on the days where my mental health is struggling the most, like getting ready for physical activity changes my, the whole trajectory of the rest of the day. And I don't mean like full hair and makeup, but like maybe rinsing off, maybe doing like an, some tinted moisturizer mm-hmm. and like brushing my hair and putting clean clothes on and then going to the gym. Like it kind of seems counterproductive, but we get ready to go to work or to run errands. And I kind of feel like it's a respect thing to yourself. That's like, oh, I'm getting ready to go like put my body through this workout or this class or onto this long walk and giving it the tool of like feeling like you dressed your human sack with like a nice... Yeah, be presentable. There's a whole movement on TikTok of people that get ready for the gym. And people are like, why do you do that? And it's like, look good, feel good, perform good. Like Mm -hmm. back in college, I would dress like a total rat to the gym. Like any tank top I had, any gym shorts, literally t-shirts, threw it all together. But now I'm very much, I love a good matching set. And I'm with you. I think I like the leggings for Pilates or I guess a cycling class. But I wouldn't really wear that on a walk. I don't know. Because they fall down for me. Like even a good lighting, I was, me and my mom were like deeply unpacking it. (laughs) And I think yoga pants, they're not made for running. You know, they're made to, so you can be very flexible and move your legs in all of these positions and not have like how shorts you can like see into your crotch. Like yoga pants were made for yoga. And then like a tempo running short is made for running where it's like you have more open space around the fabric in your leg and they have like a slit on the side. So it's, you're not chafing and you can run easily. Like there really is a lot of design that I feel like goes into how certain athletic wear is created. And so trying to run in leggings, they're like slipping down for me. I just hate it. Oh, I've never thought of this. That's so true. Cause I, I don't really run them often. So, but when I did, or when I used to do orange theory all the time, I would totally wear leggings to class. And you're right. It's not really designed for that. Maybe some brands mm-hmm. are, but as a generalization, yeah, maybe it's not as good as a running short or something else would be. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Also why I like, like a shorter, like booty short biker short. Like I do have a couple of longer biker shorts that actually, you know, go down to my knee, which of course those are made for actually biking. But the shorter biker shorts, I love for lifting, running or boxing where I don't want any extra fabric in the way where I'm like, I just need to be able to move around quickly and not have loose fabric flopping everywhere. So moral of the story, 
I guess, is being more comfortable in whatever you decide to wear so that the walk is more enjoyable. Yeah. And for shoes, I'm with you on the new balances. I've jumped around all different types of shoes. I had the Lulu shoes, which I still like, but right now I've been rocking the new balances because my feet have been hurting so bad lately. I literally have self-diagnosed with planters fasciitis. Have you ever seen that? No. It's like when your feet get sore and I, my feet, literally one day I was playing pickleball and I came home, my feet were really sore and they, that was like three months ago and they've never been the same since. And my doctor was like, you need to do new balances. Like they are the best for foot support. And yeah, some team new balance now. Yay. We love new balances. My second place, I do love Brooks for walking. Yeah. I have a black pair and a white pair. And if you're looking to get into walking or longer form running, Brooks are really, really good. Okay, great. I know people like Hoka's too. That's a really popular one on TikTok mm-hmm. for running. I will probably, I don't know if I'm in my running girl era yet, but I do want to start incorporating some more runs. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I go through phases for sure, (laughs) which I feel like I'm such a phase person with everything in life. And honestly, maybe everyone is, and we've just repackaged it as calling it all an era so that we all can feel better about starting and stopping things after a day. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Then the last thing I want to talk about is like the bags. I, this shouldn't relate to walking, but it does. I changed my house door lock from like an OG key where you like, you know, have a set of keys and you lock it and then you have to take your keys with you. And I got a keypad that I just use my fingerprint. And now I don't have to take a bag with me if I'm just like going on a walk around the neighborhood, especially with peaches, because it's like, if I'm carrying her and if I like wanted to bring a beverage, then it's like, I've got a bag like cutting off my arm movement and her Mm -hmm. and something else. And it's just like overwhelming. And not having to bring a bag or my keys or my wallet and just using my phone and Apple Pay is so fucking freeing. And then I can just come home and use my fingerprint to get in. Yeah. It's actually life-changing. That's really nice. I also have seen that. Have you seen those hands-free leashes on TikTok? Oh, when it goes around your waist? I think, or it's around your shoulder. I don't know. But I'm definitely interested because it does sound kind of nice to like not have to hold the leash. That sounds so dramatic, but... Honestly, though, like if it's a longer one... And, <laughs> and there is really cute and aesthetic. I feel like you would really like it. Okay, I'll write this down to do a little research because Peaches does need a new leash. I had got her the one from Wild One mm-hmm. and they're beautiful, but it's way too heavy. It like literally weighs more than her and it's like yeah. too much in my hand. Yeah. No, I've been seeing a lot about these hands-free leashes, but it goes around your shoulder, I think. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. if Margot for some reason needed to like run and after something, which she doesn't, but she would definitely like drag me probably if I get one of these, but she's really good. So I feel like I kind of want to try it out. Um, I'm with you though. No bag or like a fanny pack around my waist. Sounds so dorky, but it is so freeing. Like it's just on my waist. Mm -hmm. I don't like when things are dragging, pulling on my shoulder because I'll sometimes (laughs) wear my fanny pack around my shoulder and it's just like, it feels suffocating. It's it's suffocating. On a longer walk, like if I'm walking around a city or doing errands, then I love my fanny pack because it's like, cool, I have my hands. But when I'm doing movement, it's too much. Yeah. I used to love an armband with the phone, but that's like so 2014. Same. I forgot. God, about I, that. And I even, maybe we need to bring that back because honestly, that was pretty clutch. But now the phones are so phones big. Are too big. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but that, what a time. It would be taking over our bicep. Yeah. The phones used to be like so small. You could get like a little, I don't know. I have my old iPhone 4 in my drawer. I could just use that. No, I literally on our scavenger hunt was find an iPod Nano and we found one. And it, I'm like, why did we ever get rid of these? This is such a sleigh. We need oh to bring God, these remember back. the iPod Shuffle? It was like literally an inch. It didn't even have a screen. It just had like the next yeah. button. Yeah. Okay, which that <laughs> I thought was the iPod Nano. And they're like, go find an iPod Nano. I was thinking the shuffle in my head. And then someone's like, here's one. And then I'm like, that's not a that's not a nano, but it because I was thinking of the shuffle, but it was. Mm. Okay, Spotify literally needs, you know, you can download your playlists on your phone. Mm-hmm. They need to make hardware. Pro, like an iPod Nano that you can take because I don't want to take my phone everywhere. Honestly, million dollar idea. You can download like two episodes, two podcast episodes, one playlist onto a, like a little iPod shuffle. And remember the shuffle had a clip on the back? Yes. So you would clip it to your like bottoms or like somewhere on your tank top. Why did we ever get rid of this? That is so genius. We have taken a lot of steps back. You're right. Now- like- 
Now I carry a mm. brick everywhere. Literally. And it's giving me cancer. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? How did we decide that that was better? Hmm. Bring back the iPod shuffle. Bring back the iPod shuffle. I'm literally going to do it because you can download, right? Can't you download? You just put it in your library though. It's a little confusing. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Remember you'd like put the cord in and then you'd have to like open iTunes and it would tell you like when it was full. So you could literally only have like, I don't know, 60 songs or something. (laughs) And I would always play that game with the the ball it would go down. You'd have to move it to not let the ball fall. It was like Tetris basically. One game on there. Do you remember that? Kind of, but that might have been <laughs> your iPod, not mine. I don't I don't remember which. I had the Nano. Wait, I think I did have a Nano. What was the other ones? I don't There's know. Also, do you remember when the Touch came out? Yeah. That was, that's when it all started going downhill. We had the Shuffle. We yeah. had a bunch of Nanos. And then the Touch was the first iteration of the iPhone. And it's been a tragedy Hell ever, ever since. since. <laughs> <laughs> it's been terrible. Okay, no, back to walking really quick. You had a recent little blog post, Lemonade post about ways to make walking fun. Do you want to share any of those? Sure. One was just doing it with friends or family. You know, we all have busy schedules and kind of you were saying that friend or person you follow does the walks with their friends. Mm -hmm. It is such a great way to get in so many miles. I feel like when you're walking by yourself, you're like a little more aware of how long you're going or how far you're going. But when you're with a friend or a loved one, you can literally walk for an hour and the time flies by. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was doing 75 hard, I did also like love to read on my walks. Like if you're in a place without a lot of lights, like if you go to a park, you can leisurely walk and read and it's so peaceful. What else did I put in that post? Um, I already said the new balances. We already said call a friend or invite a friend. Oh, just going to new new neighborhoods and either like finding a coffee shop in that neighborhood or running, say like run to that coffee shop, get yourself a little coffee or a juice or a little treat of some kind and then walking home. Or if the neighborhood is like too far away from you, either ride your bike, bus, drive there, walk around that neighborhood and then go home because... I'm sure we all have it where we we walk the same area around our home pretty frequently and it can get, you know, a little redundant or mundane. So switching up your walking routes and going to parks or along a a waterway, like here we have the riverfront, maybe it's the beach for you, but keeping it interesting with changing scenery. Yeah, I think we should challenge everyone to find one new park or one new outdoor space to go on a walk soon because I'm with you. I love switching up the scenery because I mostly walk in my neighborhood, but I just love going to Forest Park in St. Louis or even downtown by the Arch, kind of pretending to be a tourist. The Arch has a gorgeous park down there. It's so green, so many trees, and it's really nice. So I'm going to challenge everyone to find a new nature spot to go for a walk. I love that. And depending on where you live, there might be trails or like not a typical, like just an open space park, but like a more organized type of park. Like here in Omaha, we have Fontenelle Forest and I have a membership there. It's $30 a year, I think, or $6 for a day pass. And there's miles and miles of trails. And I just love going out there. It's really good to disconnect. That's great. Okay. Switching to low impact movements, kind of the same thing with cortisol, not raising it too much, lowering it with these different workouts. I wanted to shout out some other low impact workouts because there's one on here that I've been really wanting to try and do in St. Louis. I want to talk about that in a second, but okay, of course, walking, swimming. Swimming has so many benefits. I used to swim in high school. So I literally just bought a cap and goggles to do some lap swimming. But I don't know where. I don't know if there's... There is a pool here somewhere, but I don't know where I'm going to go yet. The YMCA. I don't have a YMCA membership. But there's... Oh, just get one. It's 30 bucks. That's how much mine is anyway. We have a rec center here that I'm I'm switching from my other gym to join our neighborhood rec center. And then I'll have an indoor pool. But you can like drop in at other rec centers for like Mm. 10 or 20 bucks or something. So we'll see. Okay, cycling, indoors or outdoors. You're a big fan of that one. Any tips for anyone trying to get into cycling? Mm. Where to get a bike? How did you get a bike? Or you rent it from the city bikes? I do rent it from the city bikes. I wish I had that. They don't have that in St. Louis? No. We went, we rent, shocking. My friend came in town. We rented bikes in Forest Park. And we had to go to like a bike shop in the park. And it was like $15 for two hours. Yeah. Whoa. It was terrible. Maybe I need to count my blessings. Yeah. Clay's, 
Clay's brother's wife is actually the one who secured the funding for the bikes here. Yeah. And the other day, Peaches and I were cruising along on the bike as we do. And this guy pulls up and he's like, hey, I'm like the director of the bikes. Like, could I grab a photo of you guys? I see you around all the time. I was like, yeah, sure. And so he just like was driving and took it through the passenger window, like one and done. And it is the funniest fucking photo. All like... (laughs) have to send it to you. Her ears are like flapping and she's smiling. And then I got home and I had a text. I don't even know how they knew who I was or like got my phone number, but they were like, Hey, here's the photo. It's like, is it cool if we share this on socials? And it's so funny. You we'll must post, post that when I'll put it on the website. Goes live. Yes. <laughs> um, Pilates is another good one. I love Pilates. I do mega former Pilates. Well, it's actually Legree. I've been corrected by my friends. They're like, it's Legree, not Pilates, which is just like a different form of Pilates. But there's so many great ways to do it. I know that girl, Sammy Clark, has a whole app form mm-hmm. where you can do it at home. There's classes. I've been to a regular Pilates class here in St. Louis. It was great. So that's a really good one. I think I'm going to pull the trigger and get form this winter. Like I love her. I think she's just like the coolest gal. That would be like a dream guest to have on. But it seems like people have such great results from her workouts and it's such an affordable price point and I like would be happy to support her. So Mm -hmm. great shout. I'll add that to my list. And let's get her on the pod. Okay, this is a fun one. Tai Chi. Have you ever done Tai Chi? Like martial arts type of? No, it's like, it's these like slow movements. It's like a mix of meditation and like moving slowly. Mm. It's very zen. It's very fun. I did it once in like middle school at a camp (laughs) and everyone that usually does it is over the age of like 45, 50. But it's really cute and wholesome. You like move and it it promotes balance and coordination, reduces stress, improves flexibility and enhances mindfulness. And honestly... So like not into, not like dancing, but like flowing movement, like a slow dance. Is that... Yes. It's like flowing movement. It's Eastern. Cool. And I feel like... I'm not, if anyone does Tai Chi, please let us know. But I feel like the community of Tai Chi, if you need a third place, I feel like they'd be very welcoming. This sounds incredible. (laughs) (laughs) All of a sudden, wait, what if we made Tai Chi popular amongst the Gen Z girlies? That would be incredible. Yeah. I'm like how pickleball became on the rise. Like Tai Chi is not out there yet. I also feel like, um, you know, when you're in the rope, what is that called? It's from the ceiling... And it's like acrobatic. It's almost like gymnastics, but you're in the air and like you're on all those big chunks of fabric and you're moving around. um, Acro yoga? No. No. My god sister does it and she always has the coolest photos. Oh my God, I have to look. Did you find it? Okay. I think it's aerial yoga. Oh, yeah. It looks so beautiful. That would be very cool. I thought you were talking about there's this new workout in, out in the suburbs of St. Louis where they put you on these harnesses and you like swing from the ceiling and you like run and jump. It's very interesting, but I don't know what that's called. That's probably another would low impact rock, workout. Would rock climbing be a low impact workout? <sighs> probably. I would think so. That's, like that's so fun. In that world of like something a little different. Another great third place. Maybe these low impact workouts all have like a really good third place tie-in because I feel like the rock climbing communities are so strong. So true. It's because the physical activity isn't so hard that you can like still talk. Yeah. And you kind of, if you're not doing the automatic ones that pull you up and you need someone to pull you on the ropes, they have to help guide you and you kind of have to work together. Okay. Rapid fire. A few more. Rowing on the machines, resistance bands, workouts. Those are really great. I like taking those when I travel. Water aerobics, (laughs) hiking on a flat or moderate terrain. And finally, the one that I was going to say that I really want to try is dance classes and dancing. I would love to take a dance class in St. Louis. I did a couple in New York because I had a coworker who was really into K-pop and went to like a couple K-pop dance classes and they're so fun and you definitely get a workout. That seems very up your alley. I think I, don't I will let do... you live out that journey alone, <laughs> but I love that for you. And I feel like you would just be so good at that. I don't want to do K-pop dance class in St. Louis though. I, like I, yeah, I, I want to try out hip hop classes. I feel like that'd be so fun. Mm. Like, am I a good dancer? I don't think so, but I love the idea of like learning a little coordinated dance at the end of class. You all do it together. Like that's 
so cute and fun. Wait, what is Zumba? Isn't Zumba kind of like that? I um, I don't know. I've never taken Zumba. I feel like Zumba, yeah, it's probably the same thing. There's it's like a, a form of Latin place. dance and workout mixture, I believe. Okay. Yeah, there's one down the street, right on 13th. <laughs> and I always walk by and I can see them getting after it. Now, I recently saw this fitness influencer, Anna Archer, on TikTok. She went to a hip hop class and it just looked so fun. And I'm like, even if you're not good, like that's fun. You get good music. It's like stimulates your brain. You got to like remember patterns and routines. I feel like that's fun. Well, Lindsay that we had on ages ago, whenever she posts her dance videos on Instagram, I'm like, damn, that is so cool. I wish that could be me. That's why I'm encouraging you to do it, but I just have too many (laughs) blocks up. I'm like way too embarrassed to dance in front of people. I could totally see you doing a hip hop dance class or something and just killing it. No, I have no rhythm. It's horribly embarrassing. Well, if anyone in St. Louis wants to go to a dance class with me, let me know. I really want to. And we definitely need to do an already friends walk at some point. I've been wanting to do that in St. Louis, get a group of girls together and go for a walk. And I just haven't done it. So stay tuned. Maybe we'll do that. I wonder if it's possible to just like have everyone do it at the same time. Yeah. In their own places. And we just are like on, I don't know, a Zoom call while we're walking or something. Or just like we tell everyone we're all going to walk on this day at this time. Post your Instagram story and share it. Yeah. And then we'll all be like walking. At the that same would be time. Cute. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe we could do like a Zoom or everyone just a group chat, maybe. That's cute. I like it. <gasps> or like a call, like a group call. That's what, yeah. I didn't mean Zoom. I meant Zoom without the video. Yeah. Like it's just in your ears. That would be a great thing for the Patreon. Ideas I think we galore. should do that. Okay. All right. We'll add that to our never ending list of ideas that we get while we're on the podcast <laughs> talking. Okay. If you guys want to do a group call, let us know. We were down. Okay, well, that was our episode of walking. Any final thoughts? I feel like this is just fun. As someone who loves a walk, I love a good podcast wreck, a good shoe wreck. And I I love our banter, our random side notes, because I said this is going to be a shorter episode. And here we are over an hour in. We love it. Nope. I think that's that's it. I hope that you guys enjoyed seeing all of the Costa Rica trip content this week, though. Know that there's probably more coming and we'll recap everyone on the whole behind the scenes as soon as we can. Yeah, once we get back. Well, thank you again for listening to another episode of Army Friends. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Okay, wait, really quick before you go, if you want a chance to be the Artie Friends Listener of the Week, we have something for you. Leave us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And for bonus entries, there's so many ways to support our show. Write us on your Instagram story, engage with us over on TikTok, post on our Facebook group, join the Patreon page, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Make sure to send that rating and review to our Instagram page, Artie Friends Podcast, and we pick a new Listener of the Week every Wednesday. We'll send you a $10 Visa gift card if you win, just as a way of saying thank you to buy you a coffee, buy you a sweet little treat, whatever you want. Thanks again, you guys. We appreciate you so, so much. And we'll catch you next week. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's Culture Rated Collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately! Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by 
by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.